Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for the Jets-Texans postgame report. A surprising result. Not necessarily a shock that the Jets won, but that they destroyed the Texans today, 30-6 to at MetLife Stadium. And even more surprising was the play of the quarterback, the returning Zach Wilson. We'll get into all of it with our friend who covers the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, it was a rainy day outside. You would have thought maybe... That was going to be some sort of symbolism because the Jets were going to have to trot out Zach Wilson, who, of course, has struggled as a former number two overall pick. And they'd have to watch C.J. Stroud, who has more or less lit the league on fire this year as the reigning number two overall pick. But if you had tuned into this game, not knowing which of the two was the guy that was supposed to have been a bust, you would thought it was the opposite. You would have thought Zach Wilson was the guy that was lighting the league on fire and that C.J. Stroud was the one who everybody thought was a bust. What a wild day. It's always this way with the Jets. I mean, I you can look at my pick, and I've been wrong about picks like this before, but most of the time I feel like I'm right. And I, I said, you know, the Jets are going to win like 24 to to 17 or, or 20, 27 and 17 because the craziest thing that could happen is Zach Wilson having one of the best games of his career. And here we are. I mean, that's what happened. It's You almost like aren't surprised because this is – and it's just against everything you've seen from him, too. Like, Except for against Kansas City, he, he had one of the best games of his career, and that was the week before that, Joe. Namath had had, had basically uh, you know, I, I destroyed him as much as you can destroy somebody. So um, that was also kind of a crazy week for Zach, and he handled it well, and then once again does the same thing. So I guess you could kind of predict it that way. But outside of that, I mean, he's been terrible in the rain. He's been... You know, terrible against anything other than like pretty bad defenses. Uh, and they're, you know, they have Singley, they have people who could 
you know, make life tough on him. And he just, he just played really well, especially in the second half. Um, and he didn't, it's not like he played terrible in the first half. It was, it just seemed like they didn't take opportunities. So I mean, my, or, or get into the opportunities. So, I mean, the, the big questions here, like you don't, you can't really blame the Jets coaching staff for benching him, even though we knew it wasn't going to fix everything, but it is interesting now. Would you, would the Jets have won a game the last few weeks if, if Wilson had played? Um, and, and secondly, what does this all mean for the future? And, and I don't know, but, but it, it's just a very interesting set of circumstances here um, for, for Zach Wilson. And, and quite frankly, give the kid credit because it was a circus all week and it's been a circus basically his entire three years here. And Somehow he's not mentally broken. And I've said that many times on this podcast. That is a that's a remarkable victory. And a, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I would be a hot mess. I said this to a player in the locker room. <laughs> like I would not have been able to handle that. I would have reacted much worse than this twenty four year old kid has. And it's it's impressive and and something that, that he deserves credit for. Now I don't know if he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he has a future in the league. I don't think one performance changes that because, as, as I said, after the Kansas City game, you got to back it up, and he still hasn't had back-to-back good performances in his career. But it's still impressive, his mindset and the, his facts, the fact that he can kind of block out whatever is going on at a given moment and, and pr- perform the way he did today. Um, obviously, he has some work to do on consistency and all that other stuff, but, but that alone is – give Zach Wilson credit for – one of the best games of his, or I think the best game of his career in the tough spot. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. The consistency is the issue with Zach Wilson because we've seen the flashes and we've even seen a couple of nice games, but he's yet to put it all together in a package where you could ever believe that week in, week out, he could perform anything like this. But today, my goodness, was he putting on a show, just dazzling throws. Even one to Garrett Wilson that got challenged and didn't get overturned. Garrett Wilson did a good job trying to get in bounds, but it was an absolute dart throw. He was using Garrett Wilson all day. Brees Hall was making plays in the passing game. You sort of wonder where that's been most of the year. Ruckert and Conklin were making plays, the two tight ends. The offensive line held up a lot better than you would have expected, considering that this was like the 900th combination that they've had this season. And Zach Wilson was able to mostly, even when he was pressured, find ways to get outside and either make a throw or use his legs to positive effect. The one time that he did make a big mistake, though, was when he got a little too brave for his own good. He was trying to get the extra yardage and get the first down on a scramble, fumbled the ball. But this goes back to what Robert Sala has said all week. The message to Zach Wilson has been, let it rip. Trust yourself. And that's what Zach Wilson did today, and it worked out for him. Now, we should be careful here because, Andy, like you said, does this mean Zach Wilson's broken through and he's now a good quarterback? 
No, not necessarily. It's an encouraging sign for him and his career and whether or not he ends up being in the NFL for a while, but this in no way guarantees anything beyond this week. But as far as his performance in this game, absolutely terrific. And Garrett Wilson, who at times I think has deserved some criticism this year, he's mostly played very well, but he's had some hiccups, some mistakes, some drops, fumbles and such. In this game, he was outstanding again, looked every bit the elite receiver that we've come to know over the last two seasons. Brees Hall wasn't super effective running the ball, but again, made a lot happen in the passing game. He had 84 yards receiving today, only 40 rushing. But if you take the total yardage of both him and Garrett Wilson for today, you got about 230 yards out of that combination. And that is really, really good. If they can get anything like that, the rest of the way, the Jets will be pretty tough, especially if Zach Wilson can play anything close to the way he did today. So, Andy, the offense you thought with the 800th combination today was going to be rough in the rain against the Houston Texans defense that's been pretty solid and against the Houston Texans team that is very much in playoff contention right now. We'll get to what happened with C.J. Stroud and the Jets defense in a second, but I don't think anybody saw this coming. Two touchdown passes for Zach Wilson, 27 of 36, 301 yards. As you said, the best game of his career, even with that one fumble. And I can't imagine there was anybody that would have bet on this. I joked with my buddy Walter Cherpinski of WalterFootball.com after we went through the prop bets that if I really wanted to make some money, I would take a risk and bet the over on the passing yards for Zach Wilson. I wish I would have taken my own advice. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious just about like whatever is the weirdest thing that can happen. Usually if you're, I, I don't, I would never, I mean, I don't know what my company policies are, but I, I would never put money on the jets or against the jets because I, I don't need my job, which is aggravating enough to become more aggravating. But, um, and, and no offense to anybody. I just like, why would I want to have money riding on this team that I, you, cause you think, you know, stuff and it doesn't really translate anything because i've if anybody's listened or read me or i'm wrong about stuff all the time it's not because i'm not well informed it's just because it's hard like nfl gms get quarterbacks wrong all the time it's just hard to to predict but um yeah i mean it was just a wild game you're talking about the third time in zach wilson's career that he's gone over uh 300 yards the then the first time this year you're talking about um the best half of his career i think he was 18 of 21 for 207 yards and two touchdowns after halftime. You're talking about a Jets offense that scored as many points in the sec- in the third quarter, 14. That's more than they scored in eight entire games this season. And they scored <laughs> in the second half all 30 of their points, which is more than every game except for the win over Denver. So, I mean, I could keep going on with uh, – I think they scored more touchdowns in the third quarter than they scored in the last five games that I, I don't think I know. Uh, two, the same amount in the, la- in the last five games. They had two, then they had two in the third quarter. Um, and, and it's just interesting because it goes back to what I've been saying and a lot of other people who cover this team have been saying that it can't or it shouldn't be this bad. It can't be this bad when you have Brees Hall. It can't be this bad when you have Garrett Wilson. Uh, and it doesn't really matter how bad the offensive line is. It should be – it can't be what it just was that bad where you go months – where you go basically a whole month where you score two touchdowns. And, and really it was more than that. It was, it was like five weeks. So um, it has to be better. And I, even in the first half today, like 
it wasn't as bad as it's been, but the play calling was not aggressive. And it seemed like after halftime, they were just kind of like, screw it. And we're going to call the game kind of like they did last week when you were wondering, like, what would this have looked like if Zach Wilson was out there? Because they were finally creative, finally, you know, taking some risk. And I think it's also interesting that that happened the same week that Aaron Rodgers returns to the, to the building. But that's just me speculating and just something to think about that all of a sudden the offense is is much more dynamic and interesting. And then in the first half this game, it was kind of – I think they were worried about the weather and Zach being bad in the weather. And then it was, after halftime, it was just like kind of we're going to let it let it fly, and that, that was interesting. So, yeah, it goes back to a lot of this stuff that, that we've been talking about for a long time. And when you have guys who are that good, they, they need to find a way to get them the ball. And if it's not working for Brees Hall in the run game, Find a way to get him the ball in the passing game. And, and Garrett Wilson, yes, I know, like you said, there's been some rough moments from this year, but um, let me find the stat exactly. But I, I'm fairly certain he's now set a bunch of records already, still with four games left in the season for Jets receivers through two seasons. And um, let me try to find that real quick. But, yeah, I mean, it's just been really impressive from Garrett. And, yeah, it's it's – with this big day, as, as Rich Tamini pointed out on Twitter, he broke the franchise record for receiving yards. He's now at 1956 and receptions at, with 159 through two seasons. So that that is everything you need to know about Garrett Wilson and anybody who wants to complain about him. Remember that. He has four games left, and he's already better than any receiver has ever been in this franchise through two seasons. Without a doubt, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall showed you exactly why everybody considers them elite playmakers today. And Zach Wilson showed you why he was picked number two out of BYU. The consistency has been the issue. But everybody's always known the talent was there. Just an absolutely phenomenal performance. There were throws that he was making in this game that I'm not even exaggerating when I say this, Andy. There are not a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL starting or backup that could have made a lot of these throws. Just exceptional talent. <laughs> it's just going to be a matter of whether he finds a way to put it all together and be more consistent. If he can find a way to do that somehow, then he might very well have a career in the NFL that can last a while. If not, then maybe he flounders around as a backup for a bit and washes out. But we'll see what happens with him in the future. Today, though, a very positive sign for him. And for the Jets going forward, because as you said, Andy, four games left. And that means four games left to watch this defense. Boy, this was an outstanding performance by the Jet defense, especially that pass coverage unit. Man, I don't care what anybody says. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, and Michael Carter the second. I don't know if there's a better group anywhere on planet Earth than those three guys. DJ Reed is just outstanding. And Sauce Gardner is the best coverage corner in the NFL. First of all, that penalty they called on him for illegal contact was a joke. It was an offensive pass interference, if anything. But Sauce Gardner, when he gives up a catch, it's a news story now at this point. I remember last week, I think he gave up one catch for two yards or something like that. We're reaching Darrell Revis levels. I know that he's not forcing the turnovers. He's not getting the interceptions. He's even dropped a couple. But in coverage, he's absolutely fantastic. Quinn and Williams was a wrecking ball today. We saw Bryce Huff. And Will McDonald impact the opposing passer, that of course being C.J. Stroud, who played the worst game I've seen him play so far in his young career. The Jets just dominated him all day. He looked confused, didn't know what to do, was very inaccurate. 
the Jets' pass rush was affecting him, and more importantly, that pass coverage was getting to him. So just an excellent performance by this Jets' defense from start to finish. Because, Andy, we've seen this before. A lot of times, the Jet defense has taken some time to get going. They'll give up points early, and then they recover and dominate the rest of the way. Then there have been some games where they play bend but don't break. But in this one, they were just fantastic the entire way. There's nothing else you can say about it. Yeah, I think it helps that the Texans were so banged up. Like, let's just, I, I don't want to take away from the Jets' performance, but I know, like, the Texans, you know, they're, out, they're without Tank Dell. And, and um, for some reason, I'm forgetting the other receiver who left early in the game, uh, Nico Collins, who left very early in the game with a calf injury. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. And you could see, like, Stroud, even with the guys he had, he was still, like, you can see what makes him good, which is the fact that he can see the play and how it's developing and make a decision as it's, as the windows are opening, not while they're, as they're open, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his, and his spatial awareness, anticipation, you saw it the first drive, second drive. And then at a certain point, the pass rush was coming from the edge and it was coming from the interior and he got rattled and, Unfortunately, to see him get hurt at the end of that game is not what any NFL fan wants to see, and, and you got to hope it's a quick recovery. Uh, D'Amico Ryan said he's in the concussion protocol, so we'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just a dominant performance, and like you said, the, the coverage was great, and you mix that coverage with a defensive front that is getting home while not really needing to blitz, and it's going to be a long day for any quarterback, and – I think it's almost, you know, with the lack of weapons, it was almost predictable that he would have a rough day, but not, I mean, this was a rough day. It was under 100, first time in his career under 140 yards. Um, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but um, I think the kid still is going to be really good and has already showed you so much in his career uh, through these, you know, first 12, now 13 games. But it was a definite learning experience, uh, a growth, ex- growing experience from him. And another, sign of how good the Jets defense is and give the Jets defense credit because man, it has to have been frustrating this year and they keep seemingly not seemingly they keep, you know, putting that aside and showing up every game and playing well. So I I mean, give them credit and I've been highly critical of the coaching staff and Robert Sala, but give him credit for having this team ready to play and, and, playing like they did today i mean that that does show you something that you know whatever he's saying however it's going in press conferences whatever we want to say about salah that that his team you know is still playing its ass off and that's not nothing because we've all seen teams behave differently at this stage in the year and he should say that while stroud didn't throw any interceptions there were a couple of near interceptions one that went off the hands of cj mosley in particular so Overall, a very tough performance for C.J. Stroud in a year where he seems to be a shoe in for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Like you said, hopefully he's okay. He did come out of the game afterwards, and as you mentioned, D'Amico Ryan said he's in concussion protocol, so we'll see what happens there. Any injury news on the Jets' side, and also what was going on in the locker room? I would imagine very positive vibes today. A very different vibe in the locker room than it has been the past five weeks. Uh, with the injuries, Tipman left for a brief time there. 
Uh, I'm not sure what the issue was, but he but he ended up coming back in the game. So and he seemed to be fine in the locker room after. I know Max Mitchell suffered an injury. Salah didn't have any information on that. He was replaced by Billy Turner at some point in the second half. And uh, the other one that Salah didn't mention is Jordan Whitehead uh, left the game, did not return, was replaced by Ashton Davis, and he was limping heavily in the locker room. It seemed to be some sort of right leg thing. Um, so we'll we'll have to see on that one. But other than that. You know, and also Zach Wilson, like one of those plays, if you were watching on TV, you saw the replay and man, his leg and hip or whatever it was bent real awkwardly as he tried to seem to be like it was not long before the fumble. He was in between like a slide or a a go for it type situation. I think that probably led to him like just, you know, plotting ahead on that fumble because he kind of his foot got caught and his leg bent, left leg bent really weirdly. Uh, but somehow he ended up coming back at making two great throws. I think that was in the second quarter right after that. And, or it was in the third quarter and then the Jets scored their first touchdown right after that. So, um, yeah, that was right after halftime. So anyway, but he seems to be fine. Maybe something to watch tomorrow, but, but yeah, that, that was it for the injuries. Um, and yeah, so the locker room, it was a much better vibe. Uh, Brees Hall, you know, sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson all had really nice things to say about Zach Wilson. Salah said it was the best game of Zach Wilson's career and kind of just talked about how he's figured out the line between, you know, playing that boring football that they want him to, but also like taking what's there and taking the risk. And I, I guess when he says boring football, he means like knowing when to let it go. Like when, when you've, you know, when not to force the issue, I guess, is, is the best way to put it. When when you've done enough. I don't know exactly what that means, but that's how Salah put it. Um, you know, he talked about the defensive effort, too, and, and you know, how he wasn't surprised and how it was impressive. Zach Wilson uh, basically took no credit for his performance, credited his teammates, uh, said that he was, you know, excited for the opportunity, said it was fun. That's another thing Salah said. I mean, stuff Zach said earlier in the week that he was going to have the most fun of his entire life. Uh, didn't seem like that in the first half that anybody was having fun, but but it was a lot of fun in the second half for him. I asked him about just how do you get yourself ready to play, or how do you kind of block out the outside stuff because it's something that he's obviously gotten good at, and you said he's just learned to keep a tight circle over the past few years, and and you know only care about what those close to him think. And and if there's one thing he does do well, it's, it's, you know, lock out all the external stuff because you wouldn't be able to play like that today. If, if you were, you were spending the whole time worried about what everybody's saying about you. Uh, another thing Salah was asked, uh, Brees Hall didn't start the game. Dalvin cook got the first two carries of the game. They went nowhere. Um, and then appeared to suffer or he suffered a shoulder injury. He was cleared to return. Um, obviously he had the soldier surgery last week. So that's another one to, to kind of you know, look at, but Salah said there was nothing to that in terms of like Brees's role. They're just, he's dealing with some stuff is what Salah said. So they're, they were managing his workload, trying to be smart with him and that this is still Brees's team. So, you know, Brees responded to that, responded to, it said, you know, he's always felt, you know, really good about where he stands in the locker room with the coaching staff said that he's excited about, you know, what he was able to do in the passing game. And that was nice to, 
be able to finally play well after, you know, personally struggling and obviously the offense had struggled too. Then Garrett Wilson was, was interesting. You know, gave Zach Wilson a ton of credit, um, you know, for the way that his mindset has been throughout all this and said that, that even you know, when it's not getting the results on the field, he's always had the confident approach, always done, done it the right way for that. And just kind of a different, I think, you know, probably a wake up call for Garrett Wilson, even the last few weeks too, realizing it can get worse without Zach Wilson. So, um, you know, an appreciation for Zach Wilson, an understandable appreciation for Zach Wilson. And then also said it was, you know, the interesting dichotomy here is like for the first time in forever, the Jets offense was kind of able to do the defense a solid, something they haven't done in, in forever. And and he compared it to like being baseball, like being a baseball team, like giving, giving your team run support, giving your pitchers run support. And it's been a long time since the Jets were able to do that. And they did it today. But the most telling thing, and it's just kind of perfect, is that you know Salah talks about how Zach Wilson has had the best game of his career, and how you know if we get four more of those, we'll be fine, and and all these positives about the offense. But just kind of sums up Zach Wilson's time here. The last question of Salah's press conference is: is Any chance that Aaron Rodgers will be back and ready to play next week? <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I mean, it's an understandable question, but it's also just like. Come on, like kind of funny. Like <laughs> this point is it sums up the whole situation. Like uh, if if Zach Wilson's playing this well, like why should the Jets? I understand it's Aaron Rodgers, but like you can't you, you can't move on at this point. And then if he doesn't play well, you're out of the playoffs. But but anyway, that just kind of sums up the whole thing. The answer to the question was he's continuing his rehab, so I don't know how to answer that. Like I said last week, or like I said earlier, uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. So I think you know. I still think anything's possible because the whole season's been crazy and everything's been crazy. And I don't know what to make. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the right thing to do is if Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers already said he's not going to be a hundred percent. To me, that answers the question itself. The jets aren't really in realistic playoff contention right now. So I don't think it should be much of a question, but you know, it's still going to be a question that's asked until the last game of the season. So that's all I got for you. I don't know what else to say, but I just thought that was a moment where I'm, I was able to like kind of I felt like I went to the back of the room and was able to look at it from a thousand miles and just couldn't stop laughing in my head like man that's absurd but that that is what covering this team is a lot of times that is the perfect encapsulation of the expression read the room I would say it's a fair question tomorrow during the presser today in the post game it seems like not the best time to ask it it's not the worst question I've ever heard but it just feels yeah. like time to ask it that said Jets fans were very happy with the result regardless of whatever questions were asked in the post-game presser Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the Jets victory over the Houston Texans 30 to 6 at MetLife Stadium today really appreciate it like you said always a roller coaster ride with this team make sure you ride on that roller coaster with Andy's coverage over at nj.com and follow him on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the play like a jet YouTube channel some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel so watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already youtube.com slash play like jet visit our store tpublic.com that's tee public.com we've got the John Franklin Myers Quinn and Williams bless you thank you shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's teepublic.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. 
Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in the New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.